This episode of Chrome Dome Radio is brought to you by Ted's Most Excellent Music Agency. Were you once filling up arenas, but now you can't even book a gig at a bar? We specialize in reviving your career and making you feel like a star again. Just ask some of our clients, like Fred Durst. Yeah! If only we could fly! Or Scott Stapp. It seems I'm back. I won't go away. And the always delightful Sinead O'Connor. Cause nothing compares to me. I have negative feelings towards the Pope. That's right. If we can revive this motley crew, then we can revive you. Call now and schedule your appointment. Call within the next 30 minutes and we'll send you a complimentary signed CD by the band Eve 6. What are you waiting for? Fight the real evil and stuff. Hard in a blender. Welcome back to another episode of Chrome Dome Radio. I'm your host, Chris, and I can't do an Irish accent. And with me, as always, is Zach. I can. (laughs) (laughs) Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and click that subscribe button for a new episode every Monday. Jeff's back. Holla. What's up, man? Hey, nothing much, guys. And once again, thanks for having me back on the podcast. It's only because it seems every episode you're on is our most successful episodes. Yeah. That's actually true on YouTube, and I think also on our Libsyn account, That's you your episodes rank the highest. Hey, listen, Raw Mexico is back doing his motherfucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good with you, man. What's new? Hey, nothing much, man. Just you know, aiming for the middle as usual for my level of success. So I'm I doing think okay. that's a, I think that's a good standard. Yeah, you don't want to shoot too high because that only leads to disappointment. You know, I say the same thing all the time too. Everybody's like, "Well, shoot for the start." Like you're very optimistic about things. Oh yeah, and I'm a you know kind of a natural pessimist. I'm like, "No, nah, man, everything you do is gonna be fucking shit." <laughs> like, I mean, if you if you if you land any, any sort of success, it's completely a happenstance. Yeah, yeah, not not due to hard work or perseverance at all. Never, man. It's just the universe made an accident. Yeah, it's just like wow, God likes a retard. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny every time we get to this Can't time of the that. week, I'm always like, "Oh man, I'm really glad we are." At podcast time because mm-hmm. podcast time is the end of the week it's a friday it's nighttime you can relax i survived the week we can kick back and just have a good time mm-hmm. i had a stressful week yeah i got yeah. in a car accident i oh, do you hear about this no i got hit by a fedex truck oh, I, didn't, I didn't get hit by a fedex truck but a car behind me got hit by a fedex truck and the car hit me hmm. i was just slingshotted yeah pretty much are you okay oh yeah i'm fine it didn't hit me too hard, but it, it messed up the Jeep a little Your bit. Your neck okay? Did you stretch? <laughs> I felt fine the next day. Everybody was worried about me, but I was all right. And uh, I got nervous because the next day I was like, oh, man, I got to get my car fixed now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was a little worried because I wasn't sure if going through FedEx insurance meant it was going to be super easy or super difficult. Right. Ended up being somewhere in the middle. And what I mean by that is, so I call my my insurance company and they said, look, you're better off trying to make the claim directly through their insurance company since they're at fault. You can get that information um, from the police report. Police report comes uh, comes out. All it says is that their insurance is from Union. Very generic. It's not like progressive or Geico. Yeah, Union. All right, cool. That sounds like a that sounds like a a guild in like Fallout seventy six or something. Yeah. <laughs> so I call I don't know maybe five or six different companies, 
and uh, I speak with different people. They're like, yeah, we get these calls all the time. We don't insurance. Uh, we don't insure uh, FedEx. I think you're looking for this company. They would they would refer me to another company. I'd call them, and it's not them. Oh, Christ. So I'm looking closer at the police report. It's not actually FedEx. It's another company. I'm not going to say any names, but it's another company. And uh, I Google this company, and the address is a house. It's literally a house in the middle of Atlanta. And I was like, this huh. is weird. So I call FedEx corporate. I give them the name of the driver. I give them the license plate number. They say, we don't have a driver that matches that name in the city of Atlanta. And we also don't have a car in our entire fleet that matches that plate number. Huh. Naturally, I'm like, I got scammed. I'm, how am I going to get my car fixed? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So uh, I end up uh, calling the other, uh, or texting, I should say, call, texting the other woman who was involved in the accident. She said... Uh, I think uh, my insurance company is handling it. She couldn't. She could didn't have the choice of going through her insurance or their insurance because her car had to get towed away. Yeah, and her insurance was Geico, so she had to make the claim right off the bat because she didn't have a car. She needed a rental. So I call up Geico, and they actually do have the information. It turns out that it's like one of those companies that just—I don't know if they lease—they lease these FedEx trucks mm-hmm. or what. But I was able to get to the the proper contact information after that, and everything everything worked out. Like it, it took me like a good hour and a half, though, like an hour and a half of me freaking out, like I'm not gonna get my car fixed. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's so insane. They should have been like writing the police report. I know it's not that simple. I have no, I had no idea. I've never been in a, in a situation where I was trying to go through corporate insurance in in situations in the past. If I've been hit by another car, chances are that insurance company is gonna reach out to you and get your statement. But like this type of insurance company was just staying as far back as possible because they until were, they had to. Yeah, they yeah. were waiting to see if they could you could find them or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a game. It's like a like a shell company or something. Yeah, it was very strange. It's actually, actually owned by the Kingpin. Yeah. Ugh. Well, nothing to see here, guys. <laughs> Let's get to the weekly wrap up. Harvard claims an interstellar object in space may actually be an alien probe. A 69-year-old Dutch businessman is trying to legally change his birthday, making him 20 years younger. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. They got a million toys at Toys R Us that I can play with. And a North no, no, Carolina... Just, just, just let it run. Yeah. <laughs> A North Carolina man survives a bear attack by punching him in the face. (laughs) So, right before I hit the record button, I asked Jeff and Zach uh, what movie that clip is from, and neither of you guys guessed it. What did you guess? Uh, What, Super Troopers? Oh, you said Super Troopers, and you had a good guess, too. I had White Fang. I'm I'm almost positive they have a generic bear uh, growl. Different movies. Oh, without a doubt. It's probably the exact same band. (laughs) It's actually from Back to the Future 3. Listen to it again and you can hear it's Michael J. Fox. Yeah, here you go. Here's that Michael J. Fox scream. That's totally him. Yeah. Yeah, you you get it now. (laughs) All right, so Harvard claims an interstellar object in space may actually be an alien probe. So this thing uh, entered our galaxy, I guess, sometime last year. Some scientists in Hawaii... our galaxy? Is it galaxy? Are you talking about Universe? the solar system? solar system? Solar system. Yeah, we probably wouldn't have just caught it if it moved into the galaxy. But we got you. It was Fair a- enough. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it entered our solar system, nerds. Word. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
Uh, scientists in Hawaii originally found the object uh, last year in October, and they originally classified it as an interstellar object. Mm-hmm. So what they're saying about this thing, first of all, they're calling it, I'm, th- I'm going to screw this up, Umau Mau. It's not Umau Mau. It's a... Uh, it should be. Umuamua. That's not as good as Umau Perfect. No, it's perfect. It's Umuamua, I think. It's Umuamua now. Umuamua. Was the scientist that found it uh, Hawaiian by chance? Uh, you probably it sounds Hawaiian. Yeah, you're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> this is excellent, even better than your Irish accent. <laughs> What's strange about this object is it's tra- it's traveling at 196,000 miles per hour. It's 131 feet wide and a quarter mile long. That's pretty quick. <laughs> is that an interstellar object in your pants, or are you just happy to see me? So wait, they're <laughs> saying this might be an uh, an alien probe of some kind. Yeah, the reason they're saying that is generally, if it were like an asteroid, hang on, I have this terminology written down here so I don't screw it up. Are you talking about a meteorite? <sighs> or is it a meteor? A meteor. An a- What's the difference between a meteor? I think a meteorite, a meteorite is one that actually enters your, the atmosphere. So well, this didn't enter our atmosphere. So it would be a meteor. So it's a, a meteor. I do not know the difference between an asteroid and a meteor. Well, we should look it up. We should look that up. I'm not gonna, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll let people leave in the comments what the difference between a meteor and an asteroid is so uh meteor oh so this is what it is generally speaking a uh, asteroid will have uh, something called outgassing and that's when um like the light in the water actually propels the rock through Mm -hmm. space and this thing is traveling way too fast for that to be a factor what they're saying is this thing's being propelled by what they're calling uh, a light sail this is really cool. So they are saying that this thing has such a reflective surface that it's using solar power to thrust it throughout space. And the reason Harvard thinks this thing is of alien, like, I don't know, alien technology is he goes, this is the exact technology we're trying to work on now. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but... How how fast did you say? One hundred ninety six thousand. Yeah, and we have nothing that goes in even half that speed. So one hundred ninety six thousand miles per hour is still between between solar systems. Uh, you're talking years and years and years and years, right? Like oh yeah, it's four light years from here to Alpha Alpha Centauri. Light travels one hundred eighty what million uh, miles per second, something like that. Hang on, let me get my light? Google. Hey Google. Hey Google, speed of light. It's one hundred eighty-six thousand. It's million. oh man, it's like what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, that's, a, <laughs> that's a tough. Two hundred ninety-nine thousand or two hundred ninety-nine million seven hundred ninety-two thousand four hundred fifty-eight milliseconds is the speed of light. That's fast. Miles so, per millisecond or something? Um, no, wait. How does that work? Know. That can't be right. Oh no, it's meters per second, dude. Meters. I was in the same place as you were. I was like, is that milliseconds? Change, change that to miles. It's meters per second for Let's my see. stupid imperial. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, it's America. Come on. It is, dude. I don't even know how to read that. What is that? Six point seven zero six e plus eight to miles the, per hour to the eighth, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like um. Yay! <laughs> Super fast. I'm pretty sure I'm it's around. I think the eight me probably means like a hundred million, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on around 180 million. 186 million uh, miles. So what you're saying second. is it's fast, Chris. It's super fast, guys. Okay, but it's still a, It's not. It's nowhere close to actual light speed, which I would 
think would be a precursor to right. interstellar travel for an alien race. But keep in mind, though, outside of like a fiber optic uh, medium or something like that, what do we have that can propel at the speed of light like an object? Oh, nothing. Then that's, that's I think that's kind of more what we're getting at with this right it's here. It's theoretically impossible for anything, in an object, to go to the speed of light. That's why it's science fiction still. Yeah, and what sucks is these scientists were like, even if we wanted to study it more, there's no way we could catch up to it. Aww. Yeah, so it's, it's like it would take for he's like maybe in ten years we'll have the technology, but we would basically have to understand how to use other planets' gravitational pulls to our advantage. Well, maybe one day. That's optimistic. Yeah. Is it going to get through the entire solar system in ten years? Uh, yeah, they think it's they think it's it's on its way out now. So it, it was kind of like passing through, and it's kind of like it's tumbling. Imagine it being like the shape of a football. Yeah, it's kind of like tumbling as if you did like a really crappy uh, Eli Manning pass. What if it was a, an alien spacecraft that is just tumbling out of control, and like if you could get close enough to it, it all you would hear is like. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. I'm so sick. <laughs> what did I do was this. <laughs> so you don't think that uh, the object was a uh, Yankees fan throwing that a uh, beer can at the Red Sox trophy <laughs> at like 196 miles an hour? Damn it, Nick! <laughs> <laughs> they they actually think that it could be uh, of like an ancient civilization. They may have had this technology millions of years ago, and yeah. it just happens to be basically space junk that's flying through right now. It just happens to be passing through our uh, after they accidentally nuked themselves to death and exploded <laughs> their planet yeah and it just happened to have a reflective surface or something like that it's like dc comics earth x or something like that and just blows up right there i like that idea i like the idea of a multiverse it's not comforting but i like it <laughs> a multiverse for what a multi you know the, the theory of multiverses oh yeah yeah i just I, I like that there's a there's a reality somewhere where you're president or hitler yeah I, lo- yes. I would love to meet the successful version of me yeah <laughs> He's really good looking. <laughs> so I hear. <laughs> Barely recognizable to, as as you. I hear he honest. has all his teeth too. Yeah, that's, that's so. pretty impressive. <laughs> Can all we, right. What? What? I was going to get to the 69-year-old Dutch businessman. Uh, you mean the 49-year-old Dutch business Correct. Woman, probably. So this dude's name is Emil Rattlebrand, a band, Rattleband, and he wants to change his birthday from 19... Uh, from 1969 to 1949, or the other way around, right. from 1949 to 1969. Oh, really? I love the re- I love the um, the reasons of why he wants to do it too. Yeah, go ahead. Well, from what I was reading about this gentleman, it was for a handful of reasons. Number one, he feels that if he's 20 years younger, he's got more working years left. We can yeah. get better jobs. But the best reason ever, the number one reason, is so he can meet women on Tinder. Because because 49 sounds a lot better than 69. Yeah, 70. Or, you're not. You're not doing too well, right? Like, like so, so you know, like, so what's your ten-year plan? Like, what? Don't die. <laughs> <laughs> you guys no. want to hear the interview with him? Sure. All right, let's let's break this apart. Here we go. And I, I feel I suffer under my age because I'm much more younger than my 68. So all right, first of Stop. all, oh hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I did not be 69. I did not. So hey. Did, does anybody here suffer under their age? Suffer under my age? Yeah. Like, how so? Like, I don't feel as good as I did when I was 22. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, invalid complaint. Everybody deals with it. Just, all right. Don't assume my age. For a mortgage, for example, they say, it's impossible. If I go on Tinder, you know, then I get woman from, from 68. 
<laughs> oh dear! If I go on Tinder, <laughs> I had to date someone my own age. <laughs> Dude, first all of the, all, all the rotten luck for this gentleman. Tell you, tell you what, man, just be more successful. That'll go away immediately. I was just thinking as he was saying Tinder. Tinder's kind of a funny name for a, a social network to meet other people. You would think, like, well, it's, especially for dating purposes, you it, would think, like, I have like Sling TV. Sling sounds like more like you're slinging it, right? You know what I mean? Like that sounds like more like a social. What is Tinder? Sounds like a camp, like a social network yes, for campers. The campfire, because love is a is a, a fire, and you well, have it's it's the Tinder that you use to start the flames. I of was your looking for an excellent acoustic guitar player to play kumbaya around the campfire, and I met Mark on uh, Tinder. And I'll tell you what, he makes an excellent s'more. <laughs> it's just really working out. Really working out pretty good. I think you're onto something there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mark's like, I don't even know her last name. I feel like that's better than Farmers Only. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a real one? Yeah. Well, how farmers do you not know only? about Farmers no, I don't Only? Know about this. Oh, man, look that up. Farmers Only. FarmersOnly.com is a, uh, a dating website for Dwight Schrute. Farmers and the people that are interested in that. Wow, this is real. Single in the country. See, <laughs> see, this is again what you get for uh, paying attention to MMA because they can't stop playing these stupid commercials during FS1 cards. I've never even heard of this. I'm going to get read Yeah, the they do have Farmers Only on FS1. All oh, they do is Here's just the, Farmers Only and Metro PCS. Sign up for a free. We sign up for free to find a farmer, rancher, cowboy, or cowgirl, or animal lover here at farmsonly.com. Dude, if you. An online dating site meant for down to earth folks only. Dude, if you really want to laugh, go look up one of their commercials. They're all just priceless. Hang on. I want to do that. Farmers Only Commercial. Dude, yes, cowboy hat. <laughs> Just right off the bat. I don't even know why you like it here. Oh, God, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Definitely grab your butt. Why are you dating a city girl? She's <laughs> 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 dangling from the horse. Oh. Gentlemen to farmersonly.com. <laughs> the dog bites the dog talking to the cowboy. Is that, not, is that not a quality jingle oh. right there? Yeehaw! <laughs> Racism not included. What? <laughs> Dude, every person in this commercial is white. <laughs> every person. Well, yeah, but they're farmers. Well, except the dog. The dog's only half white. They couldn't have like a Native American, at least one Native American woman on there. I mean, they're, they're a little very, fairly farmer mentality, I would think, right? No. Okay, so I know nothing. <laughs> so, I, you so, know, so, so are they just doing meth in the casinos now? Is that what we're all doing? They were originally nomadic. Oh, well, you Asia. I mean, straight. I guess I guess we could, uh, you know, divide this up by like actual tribes and try and figure out which ones had agriculture. But that seems like a waste of time. You know, interesting thing though about farmers though is I always thought that um, that most um, farmers were actually or farmers, cowboys and farmers were black people back in the nineteenth century. Was that true? Really? I thought so for cowboys. I, I, I mean, thought, I thought like, like cowboys, people who rustle cattle like across large distances. Look, Jeff, I'm not here for a history lesson, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? I had no idea. And the, in the, uh, I, I thought, like, well, I actually thought. They well, had now that you mention it, Wild Wild West, Will Smith. That's true. Yeah. And indisputable. Yep. And Cisco you, was in there too. Did you ever see? Uh, yeah, he was. And did you ever see Unforgiven? Um, oh, yeah, that's a good actually. movie. Great Morgan movie. Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. So you know when I when I read this story about the guy that wants to change his age, I think I think everybody at this table is pretty open minded. You 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 can identify with what you want to identify with, but then I was like, wait, no, because math, 
Like, yeah. you can't do that. You can't no. just Ages. legally change your age, dude. I, I, age is where I draw the absolute line. Because, oh, I'm only 14. Now I can date 14-year-old girls, right? Uh, Whoops. No. No, you can't. You can't date 14-year-old girls because you're an 80-year-old creep. Like, absolutely not. Like, just get over it. We all grow old. We all die. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's a fact of life. Get over it. Yeah, why can't he wear it as kind of like a badge of honor, too? Like, uh, the dude's not bad looking. He looks like he's he's actually kind of, like, healthy looking for a 69-year-old. It's like, dude, wear it. Some chicks are into gray hair, man. Also, just lie on your resume. If you, that's that's what, see, what you can, that's, see what you can get away with. I mean, especially, like, I don't understand why you you'd be truthful on Tinder anyway. lie on your resume. I don't understand why he would be truthful on Tinder anyway, where it's like he's just trying to like smash the girl who doesn't care about knowing her last name anyway. So yeah, why wouldn't you lie about your age? Yeah, I'm oh, 49. Yeah, for sure there. Dude, check out. So I was actually looking into this earlier, and this one, uh, this one, uh, I don't even know what news broadcast this was, but it's these three chicks talking about it, and I was laughing at it. Dutchman is in the middle of a legal battle. Hang on, it's actually it gets funny towards the end. So let me let me fast forward a little bit. Like, it used to be in the top window, and now I'm like, oh, God. She's talking about the age on Tinder. And I think once I hit age 30, I just, I honestly forget how old I am. I'm like, am I 34, 35, 33? I think I'm turning 35. You just forget. Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where I was laughing. And she's talking to two other women. She's like, you just forget how old you are. And they're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't You're, know about her, but I'm painfully where old I am now. Right, right around my birthday, I get confused. It's it's like when you're trying to write the date right after the new year starts. So do you agree with her? You forget how old you are. No. I mean, I mean, I have. I don't know. I'm just kind of dumb, though. You're not dumb. I mean, I am about stupid stuff like that. Like I'll just somebody will ask me my age for whatever reason. You're and you're like, what's my age again? What's my age again? Thanks. That that'll get out of my head real fast. <laughs> All right. If well, if only we could turn back time. <laughs> All right, so the super badass dude out of North Carolina. Woo! His name's Sonny Pumphrey. He punched a bear in the face. He said there were three bears originally on his driveway. You don't mess with Sonny! No, no, you don't mess with Sonny. He, uh, two of them ran away. The third one came charging at him. He uh, squared away, nailed it in the face, battled it for a little bit, struggled. His wife came out, and eventually it uh, ran away. He had to go to the hospital. So I was telling Jeff about this story right before he came to the podcast and as Jeff does, he studied up on his material. He wanted to check it out. He found the exact same story three years ago in California. No kidding. He Th- found a guy who's so funny. <laughs> so tell the better story. Better than the original one. Better right? than the original. First of all, I thought this was awesome enough because the, the picture of this guy in North Carolina, there's no video. but He's the, wearing a Punisher hat right off the bat. That's like, yeah, that dude's got a skull, he's got a skull on the hat. And then, uh, oh, actually, here's, I could read his quote. Uh, let me see if I could read it like a North Carolina. What's the North Carolina accent? Is it really Southern? Southern, but fast. Uh, she kind of shook me a little bit, and I'm still, I'm hitting her steady on the top of the head, just as hard as I could swing, man, for dear life. I just continue pounding and pounding and pounding, and she's continuing trying to bite me. And I, and I like said, she got a hold of me, and then shook me a little bit. And then, dude, is this like a bear fight, or is this like a kinky night with Mrs. Pumphrey? I was, I was like, wondering. Where's this going? Sounds I, like a big I girl probably, got a hold of him. I should have read this quote beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> and then she shook me all night long. <laughs> 
And then when I took, <laughs> and then I took a swat, and she knocked me down about eight feet onto the concrete. Yeah, this is kinky. Ugh. All right, <laughs> let's talk about the guy in California now, because you know that story a little bit better. And while you're doing that, I'm gonna look him up. I'm, I want to look up that video that you showed me. He has a gentleman named Moore out in California. I can't remember his first name, or even more could be his first name. Hmm. He, um, he he's an ex-military, ex-marine. He's 73 years old, and he had his buddy out on the porch. And there's chit chatting, and he's got his like little um, miniature um, chihuahua. The chihuahua gets loose in the backyard, but they had a bear out there, so he runs up and just cold clocks his bear straight in the nose, <laughs> like like an overhand right, just blasts his bear. This is in California. Yeah, Sacramento. Sacramento. So what, was it a brown bear? I mean, probably not because the guy said the bear wasn't that big. Okay, maybe a black. black so they have black bears, don't they? Was it Tennessee? Maybe. I mean, California has no bears anymore. Uh, really? Well, they they su- burnt. Supposedly, they haven't had any bears there in a long time. They got cougars or not cougars, whatever, uh, mountain lions. Mm. Yeah. I like so, me some cougars. That's what they're talking about now. When I, <laughs> when I saw, the, yeah, the cougars, uh, watch out for the old man on Tinder. Um, but the, uh, the, when hey, I Mark, read, the acoustic guitar player. <laughs> when I read this story, I started just going down a, a rabbit hole as far as like just animal attacks, and because there's so many great stories, like dudes fighting sharks and stuff. Just one surfer got got into two shark attack incidents, survived them both. Just uh, one guy ended up uh, he was uh, spear fishing, like diving and spear fishing, and a and a great white shark, ten feet tall took a, a bite out of him head first but just by chance his uh the teeth landed on the weight belt where that is filled with lead weights to keep you uh from floating upwards and he, he crushed the the weight belt and the guy just reached out of the mouth and poked the shark in the eye until it Dude, let him go how do you animal have, how do you have the intuition to even like react like that I, well, I mean, if you're in a shark's mouth and you're not dead immediately, you're doing whatever you can to get out of there. Good God. So, I mean, that was probably the coolest one I uh, I saw. Then I actually, you know, I read the story. <laughs> they had, the article had the story of the guy from The Revenant. Oh, yeah. 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 So or that, from The Grizzly Bear, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty crazy story if you've ever... Uh, heard of it the guy gets left for dead and yeah it, i don't know i'm sure a bunch of people saw the movie but so you sent me this article zach and uh so i'll read one of these off you guys are gonna get to pick the animal there's an attack from a leopard an elephant a white tiger a hippopotamus an alligator a dolphin white tiger you want the white tiger yeah i mean come on all right let me get to the white tiger i don't know i don't understand how anybody survives an attack from a white tiger i thought you'd tell some sort of random story and pick the animal out of the story like some sort of like long multiple choice and i'm like that's a lot of multiple choices i gotta pick <laughs> All right, the professional magi- the professional magician Roy Horn. <laughs> that's oh, really this is from, from, Roy. That's how this starts. One half of the Las Vegas act. Oh, this is Siegfried and Roy. Oh, it's the Sieg- it's the Siegfried and Roy he story. He didn't fight off an animal he attack. Bit his nose, right? But no. He died. Yeah, he, the guy that's, got. He didn't die, did he? I th- I, th- I thought he survived. I thought he bit his nose. No, the guy, the and the tiger thought like that he was being that sh- it was being protective, like a mother over its cubs, and it grabbed him by the back of the throat, but ended up Ooh. piercing like the back of his neck and like compressing his spine and stuff and carrying him off stage because you know it's a freaking tiger and it can do that easily. Yes, you ever you, see that uh, that guy that jumped the crazy guy that's jumping and praying in the like Indian zoo. He jumps into the enclosure and he starts oh, going. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's a. I saw that today when I was looking this stuff up. There's actually, a freaking Bengal Wait, tiger that just like comes up. He's like, "What's this? What's this dude doing?" 
What's, I'm just gonna jack him. He just grabs him and just rolls yeah. away. Like 160 pound guy just yeah, just grabs him in his mouth, just runs away. My favorite of all time though is the one there's like you can't even see it. There's a guy riding an elephant and there's some tall grass nearby, and they and a freaking tiger just jumps like 12 feet onto this elephant to scratch this dude, and they Oof. smack him with like little poles, and he runs away. I'm like, oh my god. That's like a house cat, really. Dude, house cats do it all the time. Dude, if tigers cats, are terrifying. Yeah, I mean, if your house cat was 500 pounds, I mean, we'd all be dead. Oh, easy. Whoever wrote this article is great. This is the hippopotamus story. This is how it starts. That was the other one I wanted to hear. It was an exotic tale of Beauty and the Beast played out in the African bush without the fairy tale ending. <laughs> that's how he starts this. Oh, that's, this guy's having fun. Yeah. Go yeah. on. So it turns out uh, this chick, Diane Tilden Davis, winner of Miss South Africa 1991 and former finalist in the Miss World Contest, was paddling in a canoe in uh, this, uh, I guess this, I don't know, a Delta River thing. And she got eaten by she a hippo. was attacked. It nearly bit off her uh, leg, according to her husband, who helped her get out. Uh, hip- oh, the, hippo- the hippos were behaving aggressively at the time, because the region had been hit by a serious drought and food was hard to come by. So they actually so they actually survived? Uh, the beauty queen was lucky to escape with her life. Wow. Mm. Did they have to amputate the leg? Oh, gosh. It was on their honeymoon. Ugh. And they killed the hippo. Good. Oh. Yep. Screw that hippo. Fitting ending. Oh, she was in crutches for two years. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't... I, the hippo was just being a hippo. However, people are just being people. And I think that trumps being a hippo. Personally, I'm on team people. I don't know well, about yeah. you guys. Like, yeah, I mean, because when you start picking animals over people, you're really kind of becoming anti-human yeah. at that point in time. You remember the Cecil the lion story? Yeah, got yeah, a bunch of born lions. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what they were saying. Like the African like communities, like, no, you guys don't understand. Those are monsters. Yeah, they eat us. Yeah, it's a good thing when people shoot them. And then they actually eat the lions, which feeds, like, the community. And in impoverished areas, that's, like, a big deal. And it brings money into the community for hunters. And it's not like they're endangered. Lions aren't endangered. There's no. a ton of them. They're and apex mo- predators. And most of the ones that, that eat people are usually old lions that can't hunt real prey. Exactly. So, so you just, right. you, you know, just prey upon people. humans because humans are slow. It's going on a hunting trip. And weak. <laughs> in the African safari. I that that'll be great publicity for the show. A hunt with a guy from uh, from Jimmy John's or something, <laughs> <laughs> or the de- wasn't there uh, a dentist? No, what I thought it was Papa John's. No, he he got in trouble for like gay slurs, right? Dude, he, he got in trouble for everything. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy the guy from Papa John's is an animal. I mean, he he, he had to go. <laughs> Like, it's like behind the scenes, the guy's like the Bill Cosby HR nightmare of Papa John's. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right. So I still want to talk about this guy who is in California because he's yeah. he's he's an animal. I'm going to play this clip because it's, it's, it's full of funny stuff. Carl just smacks it. This is his friend. I believe it. And I raised here both he is. hands in the oh, air yeah. and I cussed at him. Only on CBS 13 tonight. <laughs> All right. So I, I should actually stop it there. So he says, and I cussed at him. And then the camera cuts to him rushing out of his house and fake punching the camera. Yeah. <laughs> like swearing away. Like they, they were just like, they were like, come at me. Come at me, bro. Reenactment time. Yeah, and, he, and, he, and he's got this whacked out look on his face. I'll link to this in the uh, YouTube description. But he's kind of like, <laughs> you know, like, he's squaring away at the camera. But hang on, there's more. A story like one you've probably never heard. A foothills man came face to face with a bear outside his home. I want to get to the. Run, I want to get to his quote. Here we go. Easily, the man or beast that I run from ain't been born. 
<laughs> the minor beasts that I run from ain't been born. His right. mama's already dead. He's dead. <laughs> My man. My His man. mama's already dead. <laughs> that's a that's a cool line. Yeah, it that is. could be in a movie. I'm just saying. He ain't even born yet. His mama's guy, already dead. I don't think this guy is aware of hippos. Seventy <laughs> three <laughs> with a wiry frame, and he's one heck of a character. And it turns out, he's also one heck of a bear fighter. I ain't running from nothing. <laughs> I never have in my whole life, and I ain't gonna start now. And you're not gonna sacrifice my babies for some damn bear. <laughs> Alright, so his babies, his babies, you can't tell uh, from the, just the sound, he is cuddling a chihuahua. That's amazing. As he's delivering the story. Yeah. And he's like, my babies ain't... <laughs> Let's see if there's more... From, wait, what's his name? You, you knew his name. It was something more, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. Lacey the dog he loves like a daughter started whimpering outside. Carl ran out and Carl, there Carl, it was. Carl, Carl, a Carl bear Moore. who Carl, had no idea what world it just stepped into. Carl's world. And I raised both hands in the air and I cussed at him. <laughs> yeah, get out of you, <laughs> what was that? What did he just say? <laughs> I pray call, call the bear a bastard. Squirrel, squirrel, the girl. Because in my head, it looks kind of like um, like Anthony Hopkins from um, Legends of the Fall. Oh yeah. <laughs> same little slumber like space. this, and he turned. Boom. I hit him hard. Dude, dude, he kind of sounds like Jesse Ventura there. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I hit him hard. <laughs> and Alex Jones and this stuff. I'll take things for 500 and half of Jesse Ventura. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I damn near corkscrewed his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, Lord. So, <laughs> so my big, how much of this is exaggeration on his part, do you think? None of it. No, this it was, is a true was all story. 100% true. He damn near corkscrewed his head, Zach. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking if I just fought a bear, I would probably be prone to exaggerating the actual events of the of the tale. The sad because... part is this was a raccoon the whole time. The oh, bear guy just knocked out a rat. He thought it was a bear. He was drunk. Hey, that's, not <laughs> his that's not the story. The raccoon is uh, is a vicious animal, and I would. That's still a, an accomplishment. Don't you they don't have to aggrandize there. Raccoons are trash pandas, right? They're bears. Uh, no, I don't think so. There's something different. Like, never mind. You're mine. Crazy. That's John Sargent. He's a friend and an employee with a construction company Carl owns. He says the bear was a bit shorter than Carl, but still a formidable opponent. What do you think the bear is telling his buddies? Stay away from here. Yeah, because that, that's what the bears are doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like yoga. Hey, boo boo, stay away from that house. <laughs> That's where the ranger is. He'll damn near corkscrew your head. <laughs> yeah, we got to be smarter than the average bear. Said no bear ever. <laughs> I wish we had. Without question. Yeah, without question. No. Oh, I wish we had the little like the fast moving feet noise from Hanna Barbera cartoons. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> anyway, all right. I think we've uh, milked that cow dry. <laughs> Let's get into, Good. this is probably everybody's favorite thing, it's story time with Jeff. Do we have, we need a sound effect for that. We do, I, I gotta get one. You I was get, thinking earlier today, I was to, like, if I'm gonna introduce this as story time with Jeff, this is the third time now, I should have a sound. You need a, you need to record a jingle. 
I think like all a, myself. Yeah, like a soft sounding like. It's story time for Jeffrey. I was, I was, <laughs> I was thinking like a not uh, so creepy. A ripped off version of like the most awkward boy in the world uh, video. <laughs> do, for, do, 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 do. I like What's those. the most awkward boy in the world? Oh, you've never seen those? Yeah. How? Have, oh, those are fantastic. Have, like, yeah. I probably. Oh, Go man ahead. in the world. Awkward, uh, no, uh, uh, most awkward boy. Yeah. Let's say is it is a good sound? Could I play it? I don't know. Try it. I mean, it won't make sense um, to anybody that's not the seeing deli? the video. Go that one. That one's pretty funny. <laughs> and now it's story time with Jeff. <laughs> so, what do you got for us this week, buddy? Got a recent one too. All right, good. So nobody knows it. Does Zach know it? Uh, no, actually, I don't know the details. Excellent. Okay, as some of you know right now, um, me and my wife are about to have a second baby right now. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Couldn't have done without her. You procreated. You did good. You did good, buddy. Your genetic material will survive another generation. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Probably ends there, though. Yeah. Especially (laughs) have another girl, too. God damn it. (laughs) Oh, it's another girl? (laughs) What about it? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All right. We'll find out next month. Um, Anyway, like, um, what we were talking about was we want to stop at two children. So I was like, you know what, though? I'll I'll go ahead and step up the plane. Go ahead and, you know, get, get neutered from the doctor. I'll get a vasectomy. Yeah. So I went to the consultation. The responsible thing to do. Sure did. Went to Piedmont Hospital. Snip that, snip that. Oh, snip, snap. <laughs> Sorry. So I went to Piedmont Hospital, and then a little bit of context for the story. For whatever reason, I wore like a pair of, like I was, you know, been losing a little bit of weight. So I wore my, uh, my, my um, what do you call it? My, my, my uh, cargo pants I've worn in a while. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I have clean underwear. So I said, fuck it. I went commando. Of course you did, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, so I went commando, and I figured, like, you know, I mean, what's going to happen? I'm just going to check my balls, right? <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> so wrong. So I, so I thought all they were going to do was, like, just kind of, like, you pay the copay, and you just kind of talk to the doctor about, like, you know, what's, you know, what are the risks? You know, do you want to do this? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No. Well, I don't know what it entails. I've never done no. Oh, no, I, I didn't before. either. I had no idea either. So he goes, all right, we'll drop your pants. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so this strange man's, like, looking for all the tubes that, you know, in your scrotum, and he's... Kind of like just feeling so for a he's while. got he's got your balls in his hand. Yeah, he's got me on the, just the palm of my hand, yeah. like <laughs> just reeling me in. And you're like, yes, a master. And so the awkward part was he started feeling from like my, like my um, the tubing area mm-hmm. started getting a little uh, little chubby there. Yes. <laughs> no, you did. no, you didn't, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> did you know he was gonna say that? <laughs> it was a mild erection. I'm like. So I said, can you please stop rubbing my balls? <laughs> you asked them to stop rubbing your balls? Oh, so Jeff. <laughs> so, you kidding me? So the doctors start laughing. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, everything works. I'm like, obviously, I've got to have You're two kids. You're damn right everything works. A little too well. Yeah. I got two kids. So I'm like, so because you asked, I was like, well, is it 60% gay? I'm like, yeah, probably like 65% gay. 65. Yeah, that's a solid... <laughs> And I'm like, God bless, man. I mean, I'm not just like, I mean, I'm not like thrusting out of control with it. Like, yeah, you know, it's not, it's not like, it's not like breaking boards, but you know, it's definitely. Hey man, it's 2018. There's no lines anymore. <laughs> yeah, but it definitely got no sweet bigger. And I'm like, I'm like, all right. Like, God bless, man. Show was... me, show me on the marshmallow man where he touched you. <laughs> well, he touched me here, but also there. Well, he touched me there. All right. Now for the camera, show me with your index finger, how erect you were. Jeff, that's more than that's that's forty percent, man. It's enough, man. We're like, 
if I wanted to fuck, I could make that happen. <laughs> but man, I was like, God bless, man. And then the doctor was like, trying not to laugh. So I said, like, listen, man, can we be done? He goes, yeah, I, I think I found everything. Everything works. <laughs> because what they have to do is they have to check your um, the tubing in your in your scrotum to make sure that like you know they can do the you know you know not not an incision because they do they laser it off now. <laughs> so because he, he goes to the process, where he's like, yeah, we put a little a num- like numbing gel and we just take a laser and just laser it off in twenty seconds. Like, but don't worry. Everything will still be the same. You'll still have erections, obviously. You'll have, um, you know, your um, your organs will still be the same, and uh, nothing else will change. And I was like, okay. Right. So at this point, I have no other questions because I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I guess this all sounds good. Do you want to pick a date? Yeah. Um, you want to? You want to grab a drink after yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a great. Sounds like a great date. Are you buying? <laughs> Buying. <laughs> you want to book a date? Are you buying? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I'm telling you right now, that's quicker action you could have ever gotten on Tinder. <laughs> like, he would, he, I mean, he would have had to like at least, at least get this girl at least like you know inappropriately drunk to fuck her. But then he's a doctor; he's got money, so he can definitely have to. Yeah, I mean, maybe you were attracted to his power. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he had very warm hands. <laughs> Did you tell Aaliyah this story? Uh, no. <laughs> Chet, does she listen? No, she doesn't listen. No. She listened to the first podcast I did. <laughs> did she? And she was just like, you know, horrified by the whole thing. Like, she's horrified. No, wait till she gets a load oh, of this one. <laughs> she's looking at me going right now like, I don't know what to do with you anymore. I'm like, so... What you, so just to give you a heads up, you could follow the doctor's lead. Wink, <laughs> wink. Okay. Jeff. I can imagine her snappy response was like, oh, you want me to get another dude in here then? <laughs> I'm like, just not make it awkward. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Dude, that's even better than I expected. Like, I don't know what I expected when you told me visectomy stories coming up, but uh, yeah. So you heard it here first. June 4th is a date where I'll be no longer able to procreate with other women. No, you said January, January. earlier. Oh, you, you just said hanging. June. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. January. January, January fourth. January fourth is when. It <laughs> there we go. Right. Showing. <laughs> Bam, everyone. All right, Jeff. Uh, let's not go for babies. let's go for round two because I know you're not prepared for a round two, but we got time for one, and I know you got something. Oh, geez. I mean, what, what context do you want to go in? I mean, what context do I want your stories if, to go if, in? I can never if, possibly know. Now, now I'll, give you, now, I'll give you guys a heads up. If you want to save this right now, me and my buddy of mine are about to go to Vegas at the end of the month. All right, so you'll be back for that round. Yeah. Yes, and here's the funny thing right now. Um, I'm about to go to the dispensary for the very first time. Oh, nice. I was going to go to um, L.A. for one when I was there earlier this year, but I was under probation, so I'm going to get popped for it. But now I can do all the drugs I want. Well, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a free man. <laughs> so wait, you you couldn't go to a dispensary in another state if you're on probation here. Correct. Oh, yeah, well, because for one, you know, marijuana is still federally illegal, and technically, in your terms of probation, no alcohol, no um, right, uh, no. That's uh, the weirdest thing going on right now is that it's still federally illegal, and Michigan just legalized it. Yeah. In the most recent. Yeah, vote. that's because of the um um, uh. The Controlled Substance Act, nineteen seventy, is why. Yeah, they'd have to repeal it. Right, they have to repeal way. that. They repeal that from the from a federal level for it to make it. Uh, so, 
legally speaking, I don't know if you guys know the answer to this. Is it easy easier to repeal or is it easier to just can, are, can they ignore it or can they say no. we're not going to enforce this? Normally, no. what happens in these cases oh. is a lot of local governments start uh, making decisions and then it uh, cascades and eventually it's uh, repealed like piecemeal by uh, or not. They would probably legalize it uh, federally after like a majority of states because. Usually what happens is like one state makes it legal and then another and then another and then like you hit this breaking point and then the whole like union does a like right. makes a decision and then it just gets changed federally. Which is actually a good way that we should all be uh, trying to get gerrymandering and anti-corruption laws uh, reformed. So Take the money out of politics, everyone. Yeah, be Democracy. Yeah. Hey, what, uh, what's going on with our, our governor's race? Have they picked a winner yet? No. Oh, that's so. a really good question because they were supposed to make a decision by 5 o'clock today. So let's see. Is there going to be a runoff? I think. I think. Um, I don't know what to do. The guy I voted for Kemp, won't be in a runoff. Well, because Kemp was up by like, what, 70,000 votes. It was close. Yeah. Did, yeah. So you went third party? Yeah, of course. I did Hell, two. I did every two. Time. I went you 10 did, Hey, look at us. Woo. Yeah. Dude, what are we going to do? Ugh. I'm just going to perpetuate this broken system. I, there wasn't a lot of us. We're 1%. Three of us are sitting at the same table. I, but there's 1% of the whole state. I, like, Yeah, but we found each other is what it is. And then we yeah, affect, that's fair enough. We've been friends forever, so we all affected the way, you know. This had, is our echo chamber. I had two reasons why I voted Libertarian. was number one, I just was tired to um, just to, to on the same standard party line. Yeah. If you look at Kemp and Abrams, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, extra gun control. Um Let's expand Medicaid, which is a horrible idea. Yep, terrible. And um, oh, what was another one she had? It was oh, oh, um, hope hope to um, illegal immigrants. Yeah, we'll just you know, fine, I guess. But I wasn't okay with that. We what? have a ton. Of, we have a ton. But, of... but, but and also the, and the second thing I was when I um, um, say right was um, for, for if you if you're a libertarian and they get five percent of the votes, mm-hmm. they can get federal funding for the next campaigns. That's what's up. Too bad we were about 4% off. Yes. Oh, yeah, we're not even close, though. So. Well, that's what I keep telling people, too, because they think their vote doesn't matter, but it does because of things like that. Because yeah. if you hit certain numbers and certain percentages, because the last time, the last presidential election, if the Libertarian Party had hit a certain percentage, then it would have guaranteed their name on uh, the ballot of all 50 states. Yeah. We didn't reach that number. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't like any of the stuff that I saw about Kemp. Uh, Me neither. Abrams, her plat, like her resume is impressive enough, but to me, she was just a regular, like liberal academic. You know, it's not a. They don't have a ton of real world experience, and they produce all of these uh, platforms and uh, policies that, uh, as far as I know, they don't have any evidence that they've worked ever in any scenario. Like, if you look at all of the the districts that have remained Democrat for you know, whatever, like 50, 40 years or something like that. Yeah. What California where you have an enormous homeless problem, but you're there like getting the homeless off this, you know, uh, jobs or whatever is our number one priority. Except they live there. Yeah. They've never made any progress in that respect. Yeah. It's, yeah, I heard like San Francisco in particular has just got a ridiculous. Actually, has you ever seen um, Skid Row in uh, Los Angeles? Nah, oh, dude, that's a crazy thing. I saw a thing just uh, over the summer about it's like a, Beirut. Um, yeah, there Jesus. was a, a homeless yeah. guy. It's like one of those YouTube channels that goes around and interviews homeless people, and they found this one dude who was saying how Skid Row destroyed his life. Because once you're in it, it's like impossible to get out. You fall into like this endless circle of hell. That's terrifying. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's crazy. I just thought it was a band from the 80s. What is it? <laughs> uh, great band from the 80s, Sebastian Bach. Yeah. So it looks like Underrated in Georgia... lead vocalist, by the way. Go ahead. Uh, he, without a doubt, he is. Yeah. We should talk about that more later. But, he's uh, awesome. It looks like in Georgia, Kemp, obviously, he's already declared that he's won. Uh, no decision has been made, from what I can tell, and Abrams is actually buying TV ads now. Isn't She's it? expecting a runoff. Isn't it's Kemp, close? I think it's close enough for a runoff. I think, but here's, but here's it's got to be. He's got fifty three percent or something, or 50? he's got to be under fifty percent. He's currently at fifty point six. So she okay. was hoping that the remaining, I don't know, however many votes they have to count. The absentee she was hoping stuff. she was yeah. hoping those ballots would uh, dip him below fifty percent. I do want to say one thing, which I think is kind of uh, kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. It, Kemp was in charge of the uh, actual election itself. Oh, God, uh, yeah. Terrible, like, terrible, so terrible like conflict stupid. of interest. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, how on earth that somebody even let that happen? Where it's like, hey, we're, we're, I'm running for governor of state, but I'm also running the election. Yeah, you want to know what was ridiculous too? When mm-hmm. like two days before the election, he's trying to say that the Democrats hacked the the polls. Come on. And it's like, wait, whoa, you're in charge of this stuff. Ha- you got hacked. You're saying like, obviously, you can't do your job if you're saying they got hacked. Well, you know he. Right. It was his call to make sure that the uh, federal government stayed out of the anti-hacking uh, procedures oh, in the states in the 2016 elections. Way to go! <laughs> right. The... <laughs> but is it not the uh, absolute like most Republican move ever to declare victory before you've... Oh, oh absolutely. Dude, that was so... I was <laughs> like, what? Just didn't even win yet. Super privileged white guy, like, up at the top of the grandstand. He's like a dog pissing on a... <laughs> you think it, On a stoop. This is my house now. You think he's... He's, he's like the fifth tanner of Georgia elections. <laughs> you think I own this now, right? <laughs> I think he actually stepped onto a pedestal <laughs> to, <laughs> to announce that. It's like, <laughs> I am the winner! <laughs> Challenge me, if you will! <laughs> I'm a big, strong man. Y'all can take a run at me. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I brought up politics. I know we wanted to stay out of it. We can get back to Sebastian Bach. Yeah. You're going to get a bunch of trash at the office now. <laughs> yeah. We've been pretty good about not bringing up politics. And yeah. then we just went all political. Look at us. Oh, so I was wondering. So we're talking about Sebastian Bach? Yeah. Okay. You know what one thing about Sebastian Bach that nobody ever talks about ever is like, um, do you remember when he... Um, he had that T-shirt on stage. He quote unquote said a fan threw at threw at him back in like a concert, like nineteen eighty nine or ninety. No, I didn't know about this. He wore he, he was holding a shirt at a concert that said um, AIDS kills fags dead. Ooh. Dang. Yeah, you guys remember? You guys remember that story? That's rough language there. Quote unquote, Yikes. he said a fan threw at him on stage, but he didn't read the shirt. But he was holding this fucking shirt. Oh in the no! Crowd. But it was it was like I want to say like you know still telling the AIDS epidemic, but it said AIDS kills fags dead. This is like. Fairly earlier in their career. Glam rock is a weird place for homophobia. <laughs> Especially for him. <laughs> you, you'd think. Like, I mean, you gotta think, though, like, back in the day, like, Nikki Six and Tommy Lee have at least, like, sucked their dicks at least ten times, right? With that amount of cocaine and heroin involved, nothing would surprise me. It's a conservative right. estimate. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, hey, Tommy, <laughs> what? Like, call me crazy, you know, no judgment here. You want to just touch my cock for a little bit? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm bored. It's cool. I don't know. Maybe you start. Yes. <laughs> they, do, they do like the Dutch rowing motion with each other. <laughs> the Dutch rudder. <laughs> You're rocking it? No, I'm loving it. Yeah. 
Okay. And if they listen to this podcast, they're probably going to go get a vasectomy. Nice. <laughs> we, we, we probably should. That's next week. That's <laughs> next week's ad right there. Yep, there Do- it is. Dr. Warm Hands Vasectomies. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Dr. Warm Hands Vasectomy. <laughs> on that note, that's all the time we have to, for today. Uh, like our stuff. Uh, follow us on the social networks. Subscribe. Subscribe. Tune Share. in next week when we talk about warm-handed doctors. Can we go? Uh, can we go out on the Toys R Us kids theme again? Yes, just, we can. It just makes me feel so happy. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. They got a million toys at Toys R Us that I can play with. The fuck. Yeah. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Yeah.